Blog Talk Radio. that you're out there um, and I know you're out there I've seen the numbers I know you're listening and you may not call and that's fine and you may not email me I wish you would email me if wherever you, wherever you're hearing the show now if you would just send me an email at WLS860 at gmail.com that would be awesome I appreciate that greatly um, it is the I word and that word is not internet that word is impeachment um, and that is floating around we are in, we are we are waiting into the 2020 election season. And the big question on most of our minds is, are the Democrats going to file to impeach President Trump? Um, as you know, um, some of the freshmen uh, of Democrats were elected on their vow to impeach Trump. Um, again, this, this, this recording is not for children. Your son looks at you and says, Mama, look, you won. Bullies don't win. And no. I said, Baby, they don't. Because we're going to go in there and we're going to impeach the motherfucker. Well, there you go. Uh, bullies don't win. And, I, and that, that, that is comforting words to say to your son. Um, that we're gonna that bullies don't win, so we're gonna go in and we're going to impeach the motherfucker. Okay, um, so that's the that's the level of commitment that that certain of the freshman class of the Democrats have to impeach President Trump. Um, <clears throat> the question is, is, as we're going to explore um, for the rest of the cast, is it first of all, is it possible? Um, is there uh, is there real will? in the, um, the Democrat leadership um, for impeachment. And we've been waffling back and forth, so we're going to see. And I mean, the question now is, what is Nancy Pelosi going to do? Um, this is going to still take her stamp of approval um, to go through at this point. Um, can the Democrats be successful in removing Trump from office? Or can they just damage him enough so he loses in 2020? Uh, well, the establishment, I mean, this is something that a lot of you probably haven't considered, and you especially weren't going to hear this from me, right? Um, will the establishment, quote, end quote, I hate that term, Republicans, uh, what will they do? Will they see it as their chance to, um, to rid their party of the purple plague? I mean, excuse me, of the orange plague? They have, they've been pretty quiet lately. So, you know, are they going to sort of play their cards right, let the Democrats sort of lead, and then come in on the back end? You think? They're not going to lead the charge, but they may not stop it. Think about that. Um, I think it, makes, uh, it, it really makes for, for great political theater and intrigue, but what's, what's it doing to the country? Um, some, believe, some believe that it, it's needed to protect the country 
um, from from Trump, while others believe that it's ripping at the very at the very fabric of the nation. Um, so we're going to find out, aren't we? Whatever happens, we are going to find out. It's going to be very very interesting um, how everybody. Uh, takes this moving forward um, because we're hearing now from some people that you know what m- maybe we go for it maybe we don't so it's going to be interesting um, again this is this is what we're talking about this evening I hope to be able to, to bring this to you in a way that we can just ask questions you know what I'm saying you know what I always say just ask the next question have enough faith and confidence that we can just ask the next question. All right, we're going to take a little break. We're going to get right into it when we get back. And again, thank you for uh, thank you for coming to the show this evening, this morning, um, this afternoon, whenever you're hearing it. Please send me an email at wls860 at gmail.com. Let me know where you heard the show, whether you heard it here on Blog Talk Radio or, or Stitcher or somewhere else. I, that would help me greatly. I'd appreciate it. All right. Anyway, we'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. We appreciate you being here. Um, <clears throat> I think this is one of the most more interesting times in in presidential politics that I've experienced as an adult. Uh, 
I was pretty young. And I was an adult, I guess, but I was pretty young when um, the, when we went through the impeachment of of Bill Clinton. Now, Clinton was a guy that back in the 80s, I voted for twice. And I'll tell you why I voted for Bill Clinton twice, because he he went on because he went on Arsenio Hall show and he played saxophone like I. Did, so, uh, and he seemed really cool. You know, <laughs> I know horrible reasons to vote for, horrible reasons to vote for anybody, but. I don't think I was the only one. Um, people for presidents for all sorts of really stupid reasons. And I guess I was in my mid-20s, so maybe I wasn't mature enough. I knew I'd, I definitely know that I didn't know enough, that's for sure. But it was my duty as an American to participate in the system. So I did, as haphazardly as I possibly could, uh, participate in the system. <laughs> stupid, but I did. Um... So, uh, I don't re- remember other than I know that a lot of my friends and, you know, and my mom were upset that um, their um, their soap operas were being preempted by these by these trials. Um, they had, you know, a day, uh, and, and they knew what was coming. What was coming now was was later on was the, the, the Clarence Thomas hearings when they were talking about pubic hair on, on coke cans. Um, you know, it just seemed awful. It just seemed like a really bad time where the country was pretty divided. Um, some some were saying, I don't know why they're doing this. It's just sex. Interesting, interesting. You, you remember the cry when Bill Clinton was being impeached? It's just sex. It's not a big deal. Now, the dossier was had had things in it that were a little freaky, but just sex. Well, not that the whole cigar thing wasn't freaky, but um, it, but it was uh, it was a lot of sex, which made it salacious. Do, do you see why this is just theater, folks, and why some of this stuff you just can't really take to heart? It's one side picking up a rock and throwing it at the other, and the, and the other side picking up the very same rock and throwing it back. But in case. So we're really wondering what's. I'm really. I'm anyway. I'm really wondering how this is going to play out. What is Nancy Pelosi going to do? It's still. It's still a situation where she gets. She really gets to decide. Um, so let's see what she said. Now, right now, Pelosi is sort of being very, very, very careful. Very careful. On what she on what she is saying when it concerns when it concerns impeachment um, from the Washington Post, Pelosi takes her ghost message on impeachment to a tough crowd. Her own, that her idea. Um, she was in California recently uh, at the Democratic Party uh, big caucus there, and she basically said, "Go slow, just chill, relax." And I think Pelosi is concerned because here's the deal. Can the Democrats, and Adam Schiff um, referred to this, and we're going to get to Adam Schiff here in a second here. Let me switch my screen to Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff says, we're not there yet on impeachment. It's destined for failure in the Senate, which is what I've been saying here to you forever. And I think that a lot of people 
who are amongst the great unwashed out here don't really understand what impeachment is. So let me give, now if you already know, I'm not, I I, I am not intentionally trying to insult your intelligence. I'm not. But you got to know that some people don't know. How it works. Here's the cliff notes. Okay. Um, The House of Representatives decide that the president of the United States has committed some crime. And what they do is they file articles of impeachment, the charges. They charge the president with a crime. Now, what they do is send that charge, the articles of impeachment, to the Senate. And the Senate is the body that basically holds the trial and doles out the sentence. Now, here's the dynamic. The dynamic now is that the House is run by Democrats. There isn't anything to there's there isn't anything that House Republicans can do to stop them. If if, if Nancy Pelosi woke up tomorrow morning and said um, that we're going to impeach the the, the MFR, that there would be articles of impeachment drawn up before lunch. The president will be impeached before dinner. Now, all that means is there'll be charges brought against him from the from the House of Representatives. That's, that means impeached. I think a lot of people you know, around me believe that or understand that impeachment means being thrown out of office. That's not what it means. Not at all. Could he possibly be thrown out of office? Possibly. But a lot of things would have to happen. Those articles of impeachment would go to the Senate. The Senate would have to bring them up. The Senate would hold a trial. And then, and then, depending on what they thought was the uh, that the crime was grief is enough to remove the president from office. The U.S. Senate has that power. Okay, all right. Now, <clears throat> right now, the dynamic is that the House is run by the Democratic part, the Democrat, party, and the Senate right now is run by the Republican Party. So, is it even possible? on the Senate side without help from a, a fairly large group of Republicans. They'd have to peel off 12 or so Republicans to go forward if they're going to go with 60 votes to, char- to, do, to remove the president from office. They have to, go for, with, 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 they have to pull off at least 12, 12 Republicans. Are there 12 Republicans that they're able to do that with? Well, right now, no. Adam Schiff um, says we're not there yet on impeachment. Um, it's destined for failure in the Senate. Adam and Adam Schiff is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Uh, he said it, he said this on ABC's This Week um, just recently, and that's and that's out of real clear politics uh, as, of, as of a day ago. So <clears throat> he doesn't believe Adam Schiff does not believe that they're there. So he's pumping the brakes too now. He's pumping the brakes. Maxine Waters has said to the to the president that he should just resign and save us the trouble. I think that's kind of crazy. Like he should he should he should just quit because you can give a because we're going to impeach your going to impeach your ass anyway. But he can be impeached and not be tossed out of office. I want people 
who are listening to understand that being impeached and being thrown out of office are not the same thing. Okay? It's like being charged. And just because you get charged and you go to trial doesn't mean you get convicted. And you're not a you're not a you're not a criminal unless you are convicted of a crime. You're not a criminal just because you get charged with a crime. Okay. So I, I think the people have to understand that. I think, and basically, I don't think a lot of young people get that. I think some of the some of us old heads and some of us graybeards understand the process, but some of you know some of you know the young jits don't get it. So I, I I felt that I had to explain it a little bit. Now, it's going to be I think it's going to be extremely interesting how they do that. They have they have pretty much until the end of the month um, here in June to come up with something. We are getting in. We are really getting into the 2020 election season. Now, the 2020 election season isn't just for president. Again, it's again for all the members of the House. I know it seems like we just did that every two years. Every member of the House of Representatives, every two years. Now, let's talk for a second about what could happen. Let's just say, for discussion's sake, that at the end of the month, uh, Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in the House choose to file articles of impeachment against Donald Trump. Okay? That goes to the Senate. Let's say the Senate goes ahead and holds the trial, and they find that the president has not committed any crimes. Impeachment is done at that point. The whole thing is over. You have shot your wad, so to speak. It's all over. Done. Now you can now you can scream partisanship, you can scream corruption, you can do all that stuff, but that particular play is over. They only, they're only going to get one shot. And I think Nancy Pelosi understands that. You're only going to get one shot. You're not going to get multiple shots. You're going to get one shot. And if you miss what happens, especially early on, if you miss, are you going to are you going to end up? And this is going to be interesting. Uh, and I wish I had the answer for this, but I don't. Um, are you going to end up in a situation where you are going to crank up your side, your party, and people will be able to, and people will decide that they're going to get on board because obviously you can't trust these damn Republicans and we have to get these Republicans out of office or you're going to fire up your the other side so much that there won't be a blue wave, I mean a, a, a blue wave this time it'll be a red wave if the Republicans take over the house again you're done you are done I mean to to be hyperbolic I'm being hyperbolic on purpose we could be seeing if if they if they shoot and miss, we may be seeing the end of the Democrat Party as we know it. It may turn into something else. There may be a big. My thought is there could be there could be 
a big split between those who are headstrong on impeachment and um, and are uh, I want to remove and impeach the MFR. Remember, you have that that side of the party, or you could uh, and and the people who are more I don't know I don't want to say moderate because that's not the word uh, centrist. Um, the word is corporate, right? So you, you, you could, we could end up seeing the end of the Democrat Party as we know it, and that third party that everybody keeps talking about may indeed come out of the dust and make, it, and make the Democrat Party as we know it a thing of the past. It could be. I don't know. I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm not going to sit here today and tell you this is what's going to happen, but it's one of those things that if you think about it for a little bit, you sort of pull out – your bias, you can see this happening, right? What happens if the Democrats impeach the president, file articles of impeachment against the president, manage to manage to somehow um, convince enough Republicans to go along to remove President Trump from office before the 2020 election? Who becomes president? Mike Pence becomes president. Mike Pence will run in 2020, right? Mike Pence runs in 2020. Will Republicans be so distraught and downtrodden that any one of the 25 Democratic candidates eases eases to victory at that point? Joe Biden becomes your president? Or do you fire up the Republican and conservative base to a red to a white hot, and I'm going to use the word white on purpose, to a white hot position to where they just win everything. Now, I know both of those scenarios have Republicans winning, but do can you really, can you discourage them enough to where they put their tails under their legs and go away? And then you see the end of the Republican Party as you know it. What do you think will happen? As a matter of fact, who knows? We're all just guessing, aren't we? There's a lot of moving parts. I think there's a lot of moving parts. And, I'm, and, I, and I think that, that Nancy Pelosi knows there are a lot of moving parts. Um, there's already people forming coalitions and, and, and putting candidates together to um, primary some of the freshmen I mean, some of the Democrat freshman representatives already is starting to happen. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is is going to be primaried by other Democrats in her district in, in the Bronx. People are already getting candidates up because they don't think that she's representing the district very well. So is is she even going to be there? Are they Are, are they going to have enough time for this? Because they have to decide soon because, again, all of the House of Representatives is up for re-election. So a lot of these people will have to get back to campaigning. And are they going to campaign on impeachment and vow for impeachment? And if indeed they impeach the president and he's not removed from office, he's a shot and a miss. Now what do they go home for? They go home and 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 talk about Corruption in the Republican Party, and they're corrupt, and they need to be moved, and they're all, and, and they're all anti-American. 
is this going to be enough? And I've, and I've said this to my friends, and I'm wondering, and I still wonder, is F Trump enough? Is Trump enough? Especially with the condition of the economy and the like, and I know there's some real questions about tariffs and the like, but with the tax deal, people are getting paid paid, paid a little bit more money in their pocket, and that might, and that matters for them. You can't you can't discount that. So we're going to see. It's going to be very very interesting as we move forward. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? We'll be back with more of the program right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Listen, um, this show would not be possible if it weren't for our affiliate partners. If it wasn't for people like Gary Knight at New Homes, Tampa Bay. If it weren't like Kevin Batts at TheRedRiverChronicle.com. So, um, it is um, getting near the end of the month. So let's talk about the uh, Red River Chronicle. The Red River Chronicle is a, um, is, is, is a website that is full of fantastic conservative articles, conservative um, educational tools. I think that that's the coolest thing. It's been 15 years in the public teaching in the public school system, and um, you know what? These educational tools are something that that that, that you can use yourself, that you can use in, in in a classroom setting, that you can direct students to. Sort of on the sly. Because it's, frankly, I think the the battle is just like that. If you are a, if you're working in the um, the public school system, and you're in a um, social studies classroom, I use social studies because it's the easiest transition. And somebody and a student comes to you and says, "Where do I learn more about conservatives?" Well, the very first place you should send them is not townhall.com, is not um, the Rush Limbaugh site, or, or, or even the Willie Lawson show um, necessarily. You need to send them right to the redriverchronicle.com. Articles written in a scholarly way, um, primarily um, information about Oklahoma and Texas, but, but, but from a very conservative standpoint and you know what Kevin Batts is black so that 
helps your students because that throws away and destroys the left's picture of who's supposed to be conservative. So you can also, on that site, um, that, that student will have access to um, Hillsdale College Lectures, which are, I think are invaluable, absolutely invaluable. And there's also an app that they can purchase. I did. It's, it's all of 99 cents. I purchased it. It keeps you up to date with what's going on on the RedRiverChronicle.com website. That's the RedRiverChronicle.com website. Um, the finest, finest in conservative information and education. All right. Um, again, it's going to be it's going to it's going to come down to the wire, and um, like I said, like I said before, it's going to be great political theater and intrigue. But what's it doing to the country? I know some people believe that it is super important that Trump is impeached and thrown out of office right now, because some people have said that it is important to save the country, to save face in the world, um, to, to save our democracy. Uh, although we don't really have a democracy, we live in a, a, a representative republic, which is completely different than mob rule. Um, these are the same people who want to get rid of the Electoral College. We've, set, we've already done a show on Electoral College, and that would mean that only a few places in the entire country would decide who the president is, and that's really not the way you want to go. But um, these are all the same people. These are all the same people who, who want free college for everybody. These are all the same people who say that the red, excuse me, the orange plague has got to go. Got to go. So this is completely necessary. And there are, and there are people in Congress like um, AOC and, and some other people, um, Tlaib and some other folks who are like, this has got to happen. This has got to happen. Um, I was just I was just looking, and there was a an article um, that said that, that that mentioned the mistake. Oh, this is from the Los Angeles Times. The end of Nixon's presidency proves that Pelosi is wrong to wait on impeachment because the idea is if they, if you don't impeach somebody, then then they're out of office. If they quit, they're out of office, and you don't get the same political punch that you might have before. What happened? Nixon leaves. Joe Ford, is, you know, is there, and and it's all over. So, and you and and you don't get the. I mean, you don't get the what you thought was going to be the political gains of the whole thing. Um, this is, and I'm going to read just a little bit of this. Uh, this is from LA Times. James Reston, uh, article written on May thirty first. Uh, and as soon as I get my computer to um, slodge this page, the first paragraph to you, maybe not. Uh, you, know, you know how you scroll and you, and you try not to scroll past it and then you scroll it again and it goes all the way to the bottom of the page? Don't you hate that? Um, if the page is moving, golly, you don't. I know, first world problems. I know, first world problems. And, but it, 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 it's, it's annoying. It is truly annoying. 
Almost there. Okay, the whole page is loaded. In my di- in my diary in the last six weeks of the Nixon presidency, there's an entry for July 23rd, 1974. It was the day before the, the televised hearings on three impeachment articles against President Nixon were to begin. And it was there was high anticipation of what would happen. I had gone to the White gone to the White House representatives. I've gone to the House representatives to seek uh, out a progressive Republican congressman from Wisconsin, William Steiger. The press he claimed is always looking for a political or self-serving motives for our votes. Republican reporters were not paying enough attention to the conscience of individual congressmen as they approached uh, an historic vote. Within an hour of that encounter, I sat and you know in a packed news conference listening to another Republican, Lawrence Hogan of, of Maryland, the father of current governor of Maryland, central challenger for President Trump, as he stepped forward to the first member of, of his party of the House Judiciary Committee to confirm that he would be voting for impeachment. Um, this, is, this is an occasion when party loyalty demands too much, the elder Hogan said, to, to base this decision on politics would not only violate my conscience, but it will, would be a breach of my oath to uphold the Constitution. Those who oppose impeachment say it would weaken the presidency. In my view, if we do not impeach this president after all he has done, we'll be weakening the, pres- weakening the presidency ever, uh, ever more. Um, so there were Republicans that, that were going to vote. As a matter of fact, in these acts of conscience and courage, the history remembers that just as history forgets the other 11, 11 Republicans of the committee who marched set, uh, slavishly to the party line, five other notable Republicans were pivotal in the dynamic of these final days, after the so-called smoking gun tape was revealed, Charles Wiggins of Los Angeles, who had been the president's fiercest defender in the Judiciary Committee proceedings, felt a keen sense of betrayal and announced that he would vote for removal. And the ang- again, he can't. This is this is a, a, this is important. This is the Los Angeles Times. He would vote for impeachment. Okay. Um, and the anguish of William Cohen of Maine, later President Clinton's Republican Secretary of Defense, um, was palpable. I have been faced, he said, in this opening statement the day of the committee vote with terrible responsibility of, of assessing the conduct of a president that I voted for, believed to be the best man to lead the country who has, significantly, has made significantly and lasting contributions towards the securing peace of the country throughout the world, but a president who, in by the process, active acquiescence, allowed the rule of law and the Constitution to slip under the boots of indifference and arrogance and abuse. Um, three other Republicans, Barry Goldwater, Hugh um, Scott, and House Minority Leader John Rhodes, were critical in um, pursuing a, uh, persuading a wavering Nixon not to drag the country through an impeachment trial in the Senate. They went to the White House on what would become the day before the presidential nation, not to demand that Nixon leave office, but simply assess him with his bleak situation. Now, this was Nixon. Nixon didn't get impeached, by the way. Nixon resigned. Now, what we found, what we know about the Nixon trial is that there were, now there was evidence of wrongdoing. What, what was Nixon's biggest crime? What did he know? When did he know it? Nixon did not break into the Watergate. You didn't see Tricky Dick 
you know, with a with a mask over his face, scooting through there, you know, in the middle of the night into the Democrat um, national headquarters. He didn't do that. But at some point, he, he found out. And at some point, we found out that he found out and didn't say anything. It wasn't the initial crime. It was a cover-up. There isn't any such thing now. Now, one Republican um, in the House had said that he would vote for impeachment. One. One. Will, could there be others? Could there, will there be others? Right now, first of all, there's no way to, first of all, there's no way to tell. And second of all, um, if I can, you know, dust off my crystal ball, I don't think so. I mean, do you think so? Do you think so? I don't think so. But we'll see, won't we? Can um, Trump be convicted in the Senate to the point where he's removed from office? Can he be? You have to take off for a second if you're going to think about this logically and what and what could actually happen. You have to take off that whole thing, that hatred that you may have for the orange plague. You may have to you, just, you have to take that off. You hate the guy. You may think that he is a racist. You may think that he is a, a misogynist. You may think that he's a homophobe. You might think he's an Islamophobe. You might think of all he all these things, and he's a terrible human being misogynist, abuser, all these things. But we're not talking about that now because none of those things are impeachable offenses. You can't impeach a dude because you don't like him. Can you? So you have to, if we're going to have a conversation, you have to take all of that off the table. Take all of that off the table. You can't come to me and say, well, he's a racist. Okay, not an impeachable offense. If that was the case, if that was the case, they would they should impeach the crap out of out of Lyndon Baines Johnson and FDR for that matter and Woodrow Wilson for that matter. So that's not an impeachable offense. Being a womanizer and a misogynist. FDR, impeach out of him for it, or um, or JFK. No, or Bill Clinton for that matter. What was Bill Clinton's problem? He lied. He lied. I did not have sexual relation with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. I just, you know. Or facial I missed. I mean, this is crazy, right? So, with only about five and a half minutes to go, so this is this is really the the quick round. What do you think is going to happen? Just in a couple of words, call at six four six seven eight seven one seven four one six six four six seven eight seven one seven four one. What do you think is going to happen? Or have I been really good at covering? 
all of what might happen. Is this a good thing for Democrats? Is this a good thing for Republicans? Well, is this going to ensure a Democrat victory um, in both the House and the presidency in 2020? Or is this going to ensure uh, a, Republic, a Republican win in 2020 in the House and in the Senate, or is it I mean, in the House and in the presidency, or is it going to be something in between? Again, give me a call at 646-787-1741. And I am not extending the program, so don't think you're going to call in with two, with a minute to go, and I'm going to extend it. I am not uh, because I'm tired. All morning. I got up early this morning, and I've been up, and I've been working my ass off all day. So here's the deal. 646-787-1741. Give me a call now. Let me know. we got four and a half minutes. Let me know what you think. What's going to happen? Is Nancy, Nancy Pelosi going to allow um, the, the forces to impeach the president to go forth and file for articles of impeachment against the president? Um, people like Al Green, um, Tlaib, uh, Ocasio-Cortez um, are all ready to sign on to that. Are they jumping the gun? Are they going to blow their wad before... Or maybe Adam Schiff is right. They're just not there yet because the Republican Party in the Senate is going to circle the wagons and make sure it doesn't happen. Make sure that, that first of all, that even if they go through with a trial, that he is not convicted. What's going to happen? we get three and a half minutes. Um, some of you men, I want to hop on here. I understand because I'm an opinionated SOB, and I have not been the friendliest of callers. I get it. Um, and I'm not going to go back and forth into, into a whatever situation with you. I just want to hear, and I don't want you to take uh, take up the whole three minutes and have your own platform. Because my deal is that, that if you that if you have a platform, you have an opinion. Um, Blog Talk Radio shows are four bucks a month. Get yourself one. Um, but six four six seven eight seven eight seven one four seven one. Let me know what you think, and if you see this post in the um, you know on, on Facebook. Go ahead and write in the comments what what do you think is going to happen, and how do you think that is going to play out? Uh, will President Trump be removed from office? And if he's removed for, from office, will Mike will Pence become the president in two, from 2020 to 2024? Will he get his turn a lot faster than he we thought he might if President Trump is removed from office? And if you're talking about somebody who isn't friendly to the LGBTQ LMNOP community, it's Mike Pence. It is Mike Pence. What Mike Pence would have not done is at the beginning of the month, um, this is Pride Month, supposedly, for the LGBTQ, LMOP community. Uh, what he wouldn't have done is is sit out a tweet um, saluting the accomplishments of LGBTQ, LMOP Americans and their contribution to the country. He would not have done that. This would have gone by as a non-event. This whole month for Mike Pence would go by as a non-event. I guarantee Guarantee it. You find Mike Pence and his wife quietly munching on a Chick-fil-A sandwich somewhere, having those delicious waffle fries. That's what you—that's what you would have found if Mike Pence was president on July, on, on June first. You found the nearest. You know what? They—they might have had—they might have had, had Chick-fil-A delivered to the house, Postmates, and had some Chick-fil-A delivered to the house. So it's going. So it's interesting. Um, if you get rid of Trump, 
know what Pence. And some people have said this jokingly before. Uh, you get rid of uh, of, of Trump, and you know what Pence, and he's worse. Well, the idea is that I think that Mike Pence is a rock solid conservative. Where I never thought that Donald Trump was a rock solid conservative, never. And if you don't believe me, you can listen to some of the programs that I've. Done. Um, that's the cool thing about having this platform is that you have archive. I don't take the shows out of archive. You can go back and listen to what I said a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, 11 years ago. And you find out that when I've tried my best to be as consistent. So anyway, uh, with no takers, we're going to get out of here and make for, for somebody else. So until we see you, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Thank you ever so much for the program. Good night now.